the only podcast for every week we talk about what's outraging the internet and then we let you be the judge we let you be the jury we let you be the executioner too in the court of public opinion i'm officer kevin and with me is officer grant hey what's up hey you know in the discord some people have been debating who is the uh better introducer to the show oh man I know you got your uh, you you d- you denied doing it for quite some time, and then episode one hundred and one, you came back strong. And some fans think that you do it better than me. Well, my life's been falling apart, so I've been having a little more uh, fire in my belly coming into Sometimes some of these you shows. Really need that. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, especially so- when you're talking about negative bullshit all the time, every week for a hundred weeks. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah. Um, I guess I'm doing it today, and if Grant decides that one day he's got some fire in his belly... Maybe I'll do the, I'll do the bonus episodes. Okay. Yeah. It's a fair trade-off. Thank Which you. Which is, a, if, if you want to hear me do some introductions, uh, go to patreon.com slash thoughtcops, uh, pay us uh, $2 a month, and you can hear me do the intro as much as you want. <laughs> there you go. And let's uh, thank our guest from last week, Tony from Hack the Movies. Thank you, Tony, for coming on the show and giving us your own unique brand of wisdom. And this week we got a brand we got a brand new guest this week. We got uh, New York City comedian Jake Flores. What's up, man? Uh, hello, Thought Cops. Good to be here. Now you are currently on tour right now, so we appreciate you taking the time to do our show. You're currently in Phoenix, I believe. Yeah, I'm just hanging out in the desert. Nice, oh. nice. So, Jake, uh, you, may, you may have heard Jake on uh, either Town or Chapo Trap House or even his own podcast, Pod Damn America. Probably in that order of popularity, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> so, I actually, I listened to your podcast. Uh, you were pitching it on Twitter in a way that really intrigued me was, you're kind of coming at it from, I guess, the layman's perspective, where you do a podcast with people who are maybe more involved with the political world, and you're just, you know, there's so much to keep up with these days, and just in general. So, you're kind of learning along with them. Is that, would you say that's an appropriate pitch for the show? Yeah, um, I'm interested in a lot of what's going on politically in the world and have a little bit of a journalistic background, but I think that uh, that if you're a professional comedian, then your entire job has been being a fucking moron forever. <laughs> probably not the best person to be talking down to people, uh, even though it's uh-huh. fun it's when it comes to internet bullshit or whatever. But um, I, uh, I, you know, I think it's a misstep to, to try to, like pass yourself off as a wonk. And also I think that most people, there's like an unspoken thing that like a lot of us don't know what the fuck is going on. So totally if if things are really easy, then uh, they're like 
much easier to consume. Otherwise, you know, people tend to double down on stuff and uh, no one wants to admit how fucking dumb they are, you know? So uh-huh. I just, I just my, the premise for the show is often I'll be the first, you know? You know, it's, it's a good premise. And I mean, like, I personally try not to pretend I don't know things that I don't know. So the show's very honest. I recommend checking it out, especially if uh, you want to be involved in anything going on or trying to keep up with anything. It's got the greatest name of any podcast that exists. Pod Damn America. Absolutely. So there's also a podcast called Pod Save America. Was um, there any animosity there for choosing the name? Uh, yeah, I mean, that was the joke. <laughs> I tend to come up with joke names for shit and then have to follow through with them as projects if they mm-hmm. end up taking off. And so, uh, <laughs> you know, I, a light bulb went off one day and I went, oh, that'd be a funny name for a podcast because of the Reverend Wright speech. Goddamn yeah. America. And, um, and also just because they generally suck. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Sometimes I feel like, wow, we, we took su- pitched such an ambitious name that we're a little bit, you know, in over our heads if we're literally offering our show as being like the alternative debunking of all their shit. But, you know, it's just right. a leftist <laughs> podcast. Uh, it, and it was just a clever name that I thought was kind of funny that that uh, developed into this whole joke with skulls and gothic imagery and stuff. And, uh, you know, it's been pretty fun. I don't know. I'm having a good time with it. Oh, yeah, man. I know Grant and I have also gone back and forth with the name of our show. We're like, do people know that this is we're do they understand the satire? Because a number of people have come at this and thinking it's one thing and then coming out calling us cucks or pussies or something like that. So quote, annoyingly liberal or whatever. So it's like, (laughs) uh, you know, what's in a name as the old phrase goes. Uh, But Jake, I wanted you to um, if you're able to recount the story, uh, you you describe yourself as Homeland Security's top comic to watch. Now, this is a kind of a wild story. If you want to, if you'd be down to retread that territory, yeah, sure, I'll give you the elevator pitch. Um, I also the the other thing is I have one skill, and that's coming up with clever names that are uh, a, a mishmash of two separate things, right? So the the phrase Homeland Security's comics to watch is. Um, it's a joke on there's this I'm a stand up comic and there's this, uh, you know, this thing called Comedy Central's comics to watch that comes out every year. That's like, um, yeah, a, a big rite of passage. If you're a fucking comedian, if you get you know listed as like one of the comics to watch of these various <laughs> articles that come out every year that right. grown adults treat like some sort of like, you know, yearbook end of the year thing. Mm-hmm. Um and so I, I never get those. And so I thought, well, I've got this one. There's one person watching me. It's the government. You know, it's kind of a clever joke or whatever. But um, what, so what happened and the reason that I have a government file and shit is that uh, I got into a bunch of trouble with uh, Homeland Security last year when uh, I tweeted this joke that I was kind of kicking around that has since become like a bit like I write stand up a lot of times by kicking premises around on Twitter. And, yeah, totally. But it was kind of a fucked up uh premise (laughs) that I wanted to take in an extreme direction to sort of, um, to sort of make a point, uh, which was that, um, so, you know, you're supposed to argue about this thing called cultural appropriation. This is, I guess, makes sense for the whole two minutes hate and all this shit on this podcast. But, you know, one of the things you're supposed to get mad about on the internet is cultural appropriation. And you're supposed to, you know, get, share these videos of, Oh my God, this kid went to a Mexican restaurant and he put the hat on the sombrero. Yeah. Right. And I thought, you know, I'm fucking Mexican. I'm from Texas. And, uh, I, thought, I think it's really funny because this information is just very white and northeastern. And I think the people don't realize that, like, sombrero is a fun hat to wear. Everyone wears it. You know, it's not a, it's not the Native American headdress. It's not a fucking sacred thing. It's, you know, 
Yeah. It's a hat. You know? Mario, Mario wears it, for example. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's a hat you wear when you get drunk. You put it on a cactus. It looks like a person. You know, it's funny. <laughs> That's a fun bit. <laughs> um, and so the whole kind of point I was trying to make was like, you know, um, there's actual real shit going on in the world and the internet conditions us to get mad at shit like this. And it's really fucking stupid. Um, and so, you know, the, 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 the structure of the joke is like, Hey, you know, what, like, what if you got into, uh, an elevator and there was an ice agent next to you and you were all high and you were looking at his gun, you know, and you were doing that weird, like requiem for a dream thing where you think about grabbing the guy's gun. And then what if you killed him? Right. And et cetera. And it says, Oh my God, this crazy thing happened. Well then, you know what? I think that you should be allowed to wear a sombrero, I think. Um, and it's like this back and forth kind of thing of like, what if you could do something so unracist that, everyone just lets the kind of racist shit slide. And then the bit, it's a refillable bit. It's, it's like, it keeps going and it's like, you know, technically the more ice agents you killed, the more racist, the shit you were allowed to get away with. Yeah. Would get. And right, so it's right. just this big long thing out. where eventually it's like, yeah, you can wear a fucking Looney Tunes copyright infringement t-shirt with the old English font on it. That's got the two years your cousin was born and the year he died. <laughs> and the, <laughs> the Tweety Bird's got a fucking Tupac headband on and shit. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Normally that would be pretty racist, but if you were out in the world actually, you know, making material change happen, I don't think anyone would give a shit. And uh, it just goes on and on and on like that. I, actually, the more I've thought about this, because I've had to tell the story and tell this joke a million times, I think it's similar to a Chappelle bit that I might have had kicking around in my head. Where he, he does this bit about, like, he's like, what if there was a superhero and he raped people sometimes, but he saved yeah. more people than he yeah. raped? And so it's like you're kind of twisting the knife when you're telling the joke because everyone's, like, really uncomfortable. And you're like, but he rapes, but he saves, you know. Right, just, but he does all these great things. <laughs> so... That's kind of the the bones of the joke. I just recorded it onto an album. If you want to hear it, and it's you know performed form with the fucking story that's now part of the bit around it. Um, it'll be released on Stand Up Records sometime this year. Awesome! Uh, yeah, cool. keep an eye out for that. Yeah, we'll uh, link to that if we can. Uh, it's not going to be out for a while, but um, I'll you know huh. I'll just follow me online. I'll we'll we'll retweet it when we can. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, Thought cops a seal of approval. Uh, retweet. <laughs> <laughs> so I put this. Fucking, I was just beating this out on Twitter and then uh, it was on Cinco de Mayo, which is, you know, why I was thinking about all this shit. And then, like, mm. uh, so I guess someone narked on me because the next day, four Homeland Security agents came to my apartment and, like, I live in this crazy loft that doesn't have people. So I just opened the door. I'm all hungover. And I thought they were the repair guy and, you know, they have their badges out and shit. And Jeez. we have this crazy, intense, weird conversation. And I just, uh, I'm a reckless person because I don't really have anything. I'm just a comedian living out of a fucking suitcase, you know, so I don't really care. So, <laughs> I, you know, I had this kind of candid conversation with them about, you know, where I was coming from and what the nature of a joke is and all this shit. And uh, they, you know, eventually left, but they told me that, you know, they'll be following me and, you know, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and so now I just, you know, I'm just one of these people that's aware that there's a government file on me somewhere, but um, I don't really know. You know, if they have any intention of following up, I, I'm knocking on wood every time I say this, but I don't. I think they just forgot about me. I mean, there just seems like there's a million more things happening. You know, I mean, you might have got yeah. a few new fans, though. It sounds like. Uh, well, yeah, and I've absolutely capitalized on this for my career because you know, fuck them, and also, yeah, totally. it's yeah. an interesting story, and I was able to glean some <laughs> stuff out of it that I thought, you know, hey, if I can, 
you know, if I can finagle my way onto some famous fucking podcasts and TV shows and stuff to talk about this, I can sneak in the other shit that is kind of interesting, which is, um, you know, to me, the most important part of this, like politically, was uh, at one point the guy asked, he has like, do you have any questions for me? And I was like, yeah, like, wh- why, from your perspective, you know, why is ICE a good thing? Like, why are you here on behalf of this fucking organization that, to me, it seems to just be, you know, from its inception, bad, like a terrorist organization, you know? And uh, so then he explained his point of view, and I kind of called bullshit on it, but it's really interesting, you know, if you want to know your enemy, uh, it's that uh, they kind of use this specter of human trafficking to, uh, you know, to, to justify why ICE needs to be doing all these crazy things that they're doing or whatever. And so that's really interesting because then you learn, oh, that's how they sell it to Republicans and that's how they get people to vote for this. But if you look into it, it's a, you know, it's a fucking uh, distraction. It's, it's bullshit. It's, they don't act, this organization isn't about human trafficking. That's just how they sell it. And so it's interesting because there's a through line there with the rest of the whole police state. Um, they, they sort of allude to this weird boogeyman all the fucking time, whenever they want to like pass something that's, you know, secretly about white supremacy or, you know, in the case of the SESTA FOSTA bill that gets all these sex workers killed, you know, they, what do they tell you? Oh, it's fighting human trafficking, right? When it's like, no, a bunch of Christian organizations funded this bill because they, you know, they want to police women's bodies. It's like the same thing. So there's this interesting through line and it's like something, it's a dog whistle that, uh, you know, I think we need to look out for anytime they're trying to pull some bullshit on us is, uh, they're going to allude to, you know, the seedy world of human trafficking, which exists. It totally exists. But the important thing about all this is that the, the ice doesn't fight human trafficking. <laughs> they just use it as, yeah. as a fucking I mean, reason to keep funding them. I mean, that's a totally unique experience. I mean, I, I know people are arguing about this on Twitter 24 seven, but to actually one on one face to face, uh, at your front door, have a discussion about this is pretty crazy. Yeah, um, and I, you know, it's that's the part of the story that I feel good traveling around telling because there's something to learn from it. Yeah, for um, sure. And then also, yeah, they absolutely made my career. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, fuck them. Yeah. I mean, there's lemons out of lemonade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why would you know? Why why would you not fucking uh, you know get yours out of this? And then uh, yeah, I mean, also. Uh, you know, this fucking system I'm working in isn't fair to begin with. It's not a fucking meritocracy. So, like, this is really not that different from, well, if you did some fucked up shit and got booked on something that, you know, is art. Art is not a meritocracy. So, like, I consider myself very lucky, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's not that this wasn't a career cheat. It's that the only way to get advanced, uh, to get forward in stand-up is to find yourself a career cheat. Like, every single thing that advances everyone is, you know something kind of shady sure, yeah sure. A, lot of t- a lot of times people go forward just like their youtube channel gets canned or they get banned from twitter or something like that and it's like some sometimes it has the effect of like bringing people's careers forward sometimes it sets people back like it, it depends but i mean you know, i think that's you, why there's so many reactionary people too is it's like if they they do one bad thing and that gets them taken down and they kind of have to triple down on that like yeah. annoying opinion because it's like this is why i'm popular you know yeah it, de- it depends on a number of things but. totally totally well hey, thanks for sharing the story man that's uh that's a wild one. Oh, no problem um, yeah that's that's actually uh outside of like interacting with you a couple of times on twitter uh i i think uh the first time i started like following you more was when you were on uh sam cedar's show so yeah totally, yeah jury uh, report oh uh, yeah yeah great show uh him michael brooks jamie peck the antifada all those people on that whole tree over there are awesome 
Yeah. And I start to, to be fair, I started listening to the majority report after uh, Mike Cernovich uh, got Sam Cedar fired from MSNBC. So like, <laughs> there you yeah. go. It, it really does. It can have that effect, you know? Yeah. Well, sometimes this stuff is more interesting than just, you know, the, the, the meta stuff around a lot of our careers is, yeah. is a story that's worth telling in itself, not just the content of the, you know, the shit you're writing or whatever. Oh it's yeah, weird. for sure. And we're still waiting for our big break for somebody to uh, want to yeah, kill us. I'm waiting for someone <laughs> to fire me from my job. Right. Yeah. I haven't been doxxed yet. So, you know, get on that. Uh, we got some show news here. Um, of course, Grant plugged the Patreon earlier, patreon.com slash thought cops. We have different tiers. We have the $10 tier. If you donate $10 a month, if you feel so kind, uh, no pressure, but we will get you a uh, personalized episode every single month, a uh, topic of your choice, a mini episode. Wanted to plug uh, one of our patrons, uh, Yosef, is making me, uh, he's making me talk about why anime sucks and why it should be destroyed and uh i'm Good. gonna i'm gonna be i'm gonna be honest uh you know i of course am i'm a fan of anime i'll, I'll say it we have too many Fuck it, i'll say it we have too many anime stands in our discord and it's starting to get to me <laughs> yeah our like i would say 80 percent of the discussion is about like all these shows uh, yeah. i've never fucking heard of and will never watch you gotta watch mob psycho man but anyway uh he's making me do this and i'm gonna be honest because you know it's not perfect it has its issues and we'll go over that so uh if you want to make me do something else i don't want to do uh donate ten dollars at patreon.com slash thought cops or if you want to make grant talk about uh what, what's, whatever i talk about what, what's something you don't want to talk about you give him a choice. I'll, I'll here. talk about anything. All right. Well, pay me ten bucks. I'll talk about anything. You want to really get under this guy's skin? It's worth it. For, it's worth your money. Yeah. Uh, I was also on another podcast this week, which probably should be coming out around the time this episode drops. A uh, friend, my friend Brandon Kirkman, another Chicago comedian, uh, hosts a podcast called Podzuki, where they watch a kaiju movie every week. Uh, this week, I got to look up the name of the movie. I keep forgetting it. It was called da, 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 Varen the Unbelievable uh, Kaiju black and white movie from the 50s. Uh, big monster movie, kind of like off the Godzilla craze. And then we just licked some batteries, did some prank calls. <laughs> as, as you do on yeah, a podcast. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just typical podcast bits, you know. Jake, looking, do you have any batteries in your uh, hotel that you're staying <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't like batteries on your show? Um, I I actually have some batteries because I'm using some very shitty podcasting equipment on the road. Am I supposed to lick them? What is this? Well, this this show I was on has a bit where you can they they uh the challenge is to lick a nine volt battery and talk about the movie. I I didn't question it. I I just I licked the battery and you know All right. we had some fun. Uh, but yeah, that'll be out soon. Uh, we Grant and I were also on another podcast that'll probably be coming out around the time this comes out. A new podcast called the Rock Bottom Cast. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll link to all of these as soon as they yeah. Come or out. follow us on Twitter at Real Thought Cops if you don't already. All the information is there. So, without further ado, let's get to that very famous segment of the show, uh, Two Minutes of Hate. Yeah. Blanket punishing any annoying online, irritating trends we see every day, the things you see when you scroll online, the things that get under your skin. Grant, would you like to begin? Yeah, I'll start because you said that yours uh, was bad. Thank, so, thank uh, you for uh, uh, revealing that on yeah. the show. I, I appreciate that. Um, I'm not exactly sure how to, like, I, I don't think I'm using the right terminology um, for for whatever this uh, 
trend is or whatever whatever you want to call it but like be honest reactionary political stances that are just pure reaction without any sort of context are you referring to something from earlier today yeah without Um, without getting too specific I i don't know if it's reactionary or like reactional but uh Someone posted a status about like the Great Barrier Reefs dying and Australia just allowed like uh, one million pounds of trash into the ocean or some, something along Some those insane lines. amount of trash, basically. Yeah. And this one guy was arguing with the guy that posted it and his response was like to the article. It was like, yeah, I care about the environment, but I just think that people posting about things is annoying. So he said to double down on this, we should destroy the Great Barrier Reef to piss people off who are... To piss off environmentalists, because (laughs) environmentalists are so irritating that we should just torch the Great Barrier Reef and torch all... Just because fuck them. Good luck! It's under the freaking ocean! Jake, do you ever run into, like, these types of people that just, like, they don't even disagree with you, but just because of, like, whatever you perceive yourself as uh, politically, like, they, they just go, ah, oh, fuck it. Like, just because you're irritating or a certain point of view is irritating, like, I'm against you? Uh, yeah, I think so. It's kind of hard to, like, decipher where a lot of the people that are mad at me are even coming from a lot of the times. Oh, and, fair uh, enough. Sometimes they very much are yelling, I agree with you, but... And you kind of go, you know, what's really going on here? And, well, I, totally. Most of them you just, I guess, ignore because there's so many of them, but, like... Sometimes I'll just stop and talk to somebody, and then after a while, they're like, I'm sorry, man. I just had a lot going on at home today. And then you just realize it's a human that's yeah. pushing yeah, your sure. brain through the very strangely shaped thing called the internet, you know? Yeah. No, that's so true. I mean, like, that's kind of how the interaction went down, which is like, honestly, and I've said yeah. this before, if you just humanize somebody and don't get angry, just don't get mad online. You know, you might just find that the results uh, may be positive, but. To be fair, that's a little bit rare. So, yeah, it's just this mindset of like the actual issues themselves don't matter. It's the reaction to the reaction of the issues that matters. I remember like a couple weeks ago, I saw a tweet that was like, uh, I think it was around the time of New Year's Eve. And someone was saying like all these like obviously people don't like drunk driving but all these psas are just virtue signaling and it's like is the <laughs> virtue signaling worse than the drunk driving and some people are like i'm gonna drunk drive because just to piss people off it's yeah. like like to cut off your nose to spite your face if the old i don't know if i'm using that right getting in a car crash to own the libs like like <laughs> yeah. seriously wrap your car run a fucking pole to trigger somebody yeah cutting, cu- cutting off your nose to own the libs as the old <laughs> <thing> goes <laughs> that old phrase that old turn of phrase uh, i knew that i knew that voldemort would find his way into uh this podcast oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh shit. grant uh how would you punish these uh uh i don't i don't know catapult whatever <laughs> uh, all right it's been a while since we've had a nice just uh classic <laughs> catapult punishment yeah if you engage in this type of behavior just <laughs> yeah right over the fence of yeah. whatever um, don't get don't get stuck on the the spiky part don't yeah definitely not yeah. uh jake did you have a two minutes of hate this week uh yeah absolutely um <laughs> so uh, this is this was a weird one last night and uh this is a little jarring but you know, it'll be not a thing in a few days i'm sure but um yeah 
had this weird one where uh, so there's this comedian Brody Stevens who yeah, is, yeah. you know a beloved comedian who died by his own hand and was famously you know openly mentally ill and all these things and um, I didn't know him particularly well the only interaction I ever had with him is that he called me a filthy unwashed anti-fascist um, and so someone died and so a lot of people are going through and processing it in a lot of weird different ways and um you know when a comedian dies someone in the quote-unquote comedy community everyone just kind of says something you know exactly yeah it was in a circle and you say something about it and um so you know most people's reaction is to go i opened for brody once and he was amazing or i met him one time a fucking whataburger or something and like (laughs) you know how big or small your experience with the person is can tend to piss a lot of other people off and so you know whenever this happens a lot of people like my dms fill up with screenshots of people going look at this motherfucker this person's making it about themselves you know um they never met brody or you know or someone is like really close to the person etc and i just had a really weird one because i've never had this happen but uh you know the last thing that we said to each other was some mean shit to each other and i was like this is like making me feel strange you know sure Uh, yeah and so i kind of tweeted a thing about it where i was like i don't know what to do with this This it's really conflicting because i feel a lot of empathy for him um but also you know the last thing he called me was this thing that he meant to be mean but is also true and i (laughs) I don't think it's a you know (laughs) bad thing or whatever and um and then i just said hey you know fucking uh check on your friends etc like that that's what I'm getting out of this. And for some reason, this caused tons of people to send screenshots to each other and to send them to Nick Mullen. And then he texts <laughs> me, like, what, what the fuck? Of, of course. The yeah. clown prince of the alt-right chimes in. <laughs> yeah, and so then you find yourself in this ironic situation where Nick fucking Mullen is advising me not to put something on the internet. Oh, did he really up. say that? No, he, I, I guess he texted me, we got into kind of a fight with each other and he goes, you know, oh, I didn't advise you not to put that up. I just said it's a bad take. And I was like, whoa, sorry. You know, I, I guess I got that part wrong or whatever, but, um, you know, but it's like ironic. Cause it's like you of all people are like, Hey, you know, don't be mean on the internet. Like what the fuck are you talking about? You know? <laughs> and, right. Right. <laughs> but then it occurred to me, you know, really, I, just, I got into all this shit. All these people are tech, like tweeting at me like I should kill myself and all this stuff. And a lot of other people are going, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's- so I went and I tried to explain it. And I said, you know, like, listen, I'm not going to nothing good comes from deleting your tweet and going, I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. It's like something. Yeah. I and it's then you're just fucking throwing yourself to the wolves, you know. And so I sort of did a thread explaining, you know, hey, th- like grieving is weird. And, you know, if you. You know, if you're mad at somebody for making this about themselves, which is absolutely what I was doing, you know, you've never been to a funeral before because that's what the, the person's dead. You know, like the, the the thing where you talk about the person is absolutely making it about yourself. That's mm-hmm. for your brain to process, you know, the death or whatever. Um, and that's sort of where I was coming from with all this. And, um, you know, fuck with Nick and with all these people who were tweeting at me and all these horrible things that were being said. I, after I started to get real mad at for a minute, like it started to really bother me. And then I realized like, Oh, this is also how they're dealing with this. And that's how fucked up death is. And like, I had a guy, you know, some come town fan or something, uh, whose name was like ding dong baseball or some weird shit. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> he DM me and he was like, Hey, fuck you, man. And, uh, I, he goes, fuck you, Brody was my hero. And I, you know, wrote back to him. I said, 
yeah, I'm sorry. You know, I, I feel weird about it too. And I feel bad about it. I'm sorry. He's, you know, this happened. And then he went, I'm sorry too. And, uh, and then I went, Hey, you know, if you want to talk about it, I'm here, you know? And he was like, I'm sorry. I got mad at you. I just, uh, I just don't know how to deal with this. And I was like, ding dong baseball, man. Like it's going to be okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're all right. Ding dong. (laughs) Yeah. And then we had this weird interaction where like, yeah, we were both just very honest about what was going on. And then he was like, sorry. And I was like, yeah, this people are not actually mad at you. You know, they're just, and this is all honestly an interesting microcosm of, you know, how people distort their sense of self and feelings through Twitter to begin with. This is just an like, yeah. extreme example of it. But um, I mean, that's what I got out of that is like, you know, they're just mad at themselves. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole like, yeah, like you said, the added filter of the Internet with like, like processing something very sincere, like through a filter of irony poisoning is like, what the fuck, you know? There's got to be one or the other when it comes to like grieving over somebody's death. You can't just be ironic and whatever else. So some sardonic take of some kind. And this is it's definitely one of those things where I feel like, like you said, sort of the the rose colored glasses or whatever the Internet sort of distorts things, because uh, I feel like if you said what you said on Twitter in person to people, I don't think anybody would really take that much offense to it, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, the other thing about this is that he, it's, it's like he's a comedian, and like a lot of times when you know our friends who are comedians die, the first reaction you have is to make a joke about it because you're a comedian. Your fucking entire defense mechanism for everything is making jokes about shit, you know? Yeah, I, I thought you know I, what I said was you know I was trying to be a little honest to work through it, but also it was you know it was kind of a funny fucking moment for me. I thought you know is it there's a little bit of a joke there or whatever, um, you know. And then the other thing is like. It's fucking weird because so I didn't know every comedian I know was, you know, felt really strongly about Brody Stevens until yesterday. Um, and some it's weird because sometimes you go, well, are we in this thing called the comedy community? Like, are we all friends with each other? Because to me, he was like kind of an abstract person. I just didn't I never hung out with them. And, mm-hmm. you know, if john mccain dies you're not like don't you speak ill of the dead well if you're if you're sane you don't do that because he's <laughs> the abstract person you know yeah but then and if your friend dies then it's like yeah absolutely talk about your friend like they're your friend but when you're part when you're trying to get famous and you're part of this like kind of made up community that isn't really there's no sign up sheet like no we're all just imagining we're kind of friends with each other you go well how's that work? You know, there's kind of this middle ground where it like, you have a a relationship with artists, you know, I mean, you might not ever meet a musician, but you've, you have a relationship with them through their music. And so if they die, it's understandable that you would get kind of fucked up about it. But then it's like, you know, we all made fun of everybody for being a care Lord over David Bowie and shit. And, you know, where's the line? Where's the consistency? Where's the inconsistency? And, um, (laughs) I, I kind of thought like, yeah, this is fucking bullshit. Because a bunch of people who would who would make fun of you for getting really sad about Prince are suddenly like, you know, this guy none of us have ever met is uh, sacred. But you know, I think the witness test for this is fucking Nick is clearly fucked up about it, and he's a sociopath. So <laughs> I guess we we do feel uh, something for each other in this weird uh, quote unquote comedy community, you know. For sure, man. I mean, yeah, you work around the same people, you know, for long enough. It's bound to happen. Uh, but if you could punish, uh, I, I know this is sort of a weird, 
I mean, we're now we're getting sincere. Now it's like now time to punish somebody. No, oh, for the cool. uh, irony portion. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's do it. Uh, hmm. What would the punishment be? Do you have anything in mind, uh, Jake? Uh, the, uh, the people that I'm pissed off at. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> I guess. Um, you know, it would have to be some weird, like, uh, like philosophical kind of turning it around on them like uh you you walk into the punishment chamber and then there's just a mirror uh yes <laughs> you have to stare at yourself and think about your dumb life um or uh i don't know is there like a reverse ms13 we can do to people to get them like or ms13 uh mk ultra that was the weirdest Freudian slip uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a reverse mk ultra we can do to people to like de-internet them or something um that's a good one i like that yeah just to uh the the ultimate cure for irony poisoning yeah just the, the reverse mk log ultra off. yeah yeah perpetual log off <laughs> yeah that's that's what i think is the proper punishment for this that seems fair that seems fair and it is done so let's move on to the uh my own two minutes of hate that grant is hyped up by saying that it sucks yeah go ahead uh when people post online the uh, the Twitter comedy format, me, also me. And then it's like a SpongeBob meme. Basically, yeah. yeah. I, know, I know, but now we're like, okay, you guys brought in some heavy stuff. Here's mine. <laughs> I hate when people have a uh, fucking dichotomy to their personality. <laughs> it's like, I, I, you got one, it's me. Ne- I need to socialize more. Also me. I think I might just stay in and watch Netflix. <laughs> Christ. Everybody's so fucking interesting. Right. It, it just, I mean, that's, I mean, I, I see something like that. I'm like, this person's got layers, you know, that's, a, that's uh, something else. Uh, so I'll keep it quick here. If you post this, uh, me also me, you got to pick one of those two, man. You can't, you can't be two things at once. Just say me. Here I am. Here I am world. This is me. And, uh, I want to go out and make friends and I'm not going to make excuses and say that I'm going to stay in and watch Netflix. I'm going to get out there. I'm going to show the world who I am and what I'm capable of. So yeah, this is a lot more uh, motivational than I intended, but that's my, you know, my sometimes punishments are meant to uh, push you out, push you out of your comfort zone. So there you go. Hey, sometimes you just need to clean your room. Oh, yeah. You could say, you could say, yeah, Yeah. you could say, I think, I think I might write a book about cleaning your room. <laughs> what would you call it? What would you call it? Room. Uh, ten ways to clean your room. <laughs> working title. Okay, yeah, that's a working title. I'll look look forward to hear what the uh, finished project will be. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the whole uh, the main segment here. So, if you haven't listened to Thought Cops every week, we investigate the internet's outrage-inducing news stories, and then we sentence and perpetrate each uh, punishment, or we uh, each oh, person oh, to oh, a cruel and uh, unusual oh. punishment. <coughs> uh, slip of the tongue there. Let's begin. Uh, so let's get back into the uh, dark territory yeah. and talk about the uh, Jussie Smollett. Is is that how you say his name? <laughs> I think Am so. I saying yeah. it correctly. Well, this is a local story. You know, we're we're here in Chicago. Yeah. And so the whole thing when this happened was probably one of the coldest weeks on record in quite some time. Yeah. This was literally polar vortex week, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. When it happened. I I don't know if it's all worth retreading. So uh, bo- like. Yeah, I, long story short, I think most people like I didn't really go out of my way to read about it, but I feel filled in with it. Uh, Jake, did you like follow this at all? Really? 
Uh, yeah, I probably got like a pretty common person's understanding of the story. I heard it about yeah. the attack, quote unquote, when it happened, and then I sort of saw like on the news right when it came out that the Chicago police were saying that you know they think that this is like a, a staged attack. And my first yeah. reaction was like, well, I, I don't believe especially the Chicago police department. I mean, they kind of have a pretty shitty record, but True. you know, the yeah. more Jesse Smollett, like doesn't really like, chime in about this. It kind of seems like, yeah, this might've been bullshit, you know, I, but I don't know. Um, my, my, uh, initial reaction to this was to lot, not say anything unless I could think of something really, really funny there's like a <laughs> <laughs> right there's a and we're still trying if it's yeah. funny yeah. enough then uh then i'll make a joke about it but uh the funniest shit has been coming from like uh queer black comedians on my feed about it uh-huh. um who just have you know obviously a better take on it than I, but but that being said if i could think of a really good one then i'll you know, throw my hat in the ring so yeah, I know it's it's one of those yeah. I, a lot of people are upset that it's. I mean, obviously, just not a good look if if what they're saying is true. Yeah, uh, to fake something that's obviously very serious. And it's uh, it's somewhat similar, but um, in in a way diametrically opposed to uh, <laughs> oh, that'll turn a phrase huh? to like the the kid with the MAGA hat with the the Native American guy that we talked about a couple weeks ago, where it was like that wasn't faked it was just sort of that nothing happened and there was this big overblown news story about it and it's almost like the the story is individual of the context itself like the context and the shaping of the story and the fact that there's so much political tension among everybody is more the story than what actually happened which is either a a guy played a drum and another guy looked at him or uh, a guy got uh, like uh, not he, he wasn't like beat up, but he was like, what, harassed or something like that. I, I don't remember the original story, but it ended up being nothing. And the whole con- the whole backstory of the story is in and, in and of itself more important than like what actually happened. Right. Well, which I, was like nothing. Allegedly, too. I guess he had hired some people he knew to do it, too. Yeah. So I. I don't know. So, yeah, I've seen a lot of people... Uh, Everything here is alleged. I, I don't know anything about what happened. Uh, to quote, like you said, another uh, black comedian I saw online was uh, a funny meme was a list of shapes. Polygon, Tarragon, Careergon, and it was a picture of Jesse Smollett. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, not my own, but, you know, you can imagine it in your head. Uh, so, yeah, you I mean... You could have retweeted it. I guess I could have. <laughs> I guess I guess I I guess I could still do it, but anyway, about this, I don't know. I w- yeah, it it does it does just suck to see how people are very willing to take advantage of, like I said, the uh, all of the hate that's sort of brewed the past four years, yeah. you know, and just capitalize on that for their own personal gain. You know? Yeah, I feel like if I knew Jesse Smollett personally, I'd probably give him shit about this. But if you're doing it online, it's just going to get sort of like mixed in with a bunch of people that are actually racist and shit. True. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Also, like, wh- what the fuck happened to this person to make- cause them to do that to begin with? If they did fake it, like, 
their life sounds pretty fucked up. I, I don't know. Um, it's, it's kind of funny. I mean, it, it's just so weird, you know? Um, hiring, like, actors and then it falling apart. It's very, like, Larry David, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Like, to bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what to do with the story at all. Hey, actually, I got one. Uh, this is uh, Larry David will bring him on uh, Curb next season. Sort of a retribution of some kind. Oh, I don't yeah, know. there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I just thought of something really fucked up. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Uh, curb stomp your enthusiasm. All right. That's- <laughs> 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 oh, man. Oh, God. If, if we titled the episodes. That's- <laughs> That's good. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right, moving on. All right. Let's uh let's move on to something that's maybe a little more uh something different. Uh why don't why don't we talk about this John Wayne thing? Yeah, John Wayne canceled. You heard it here first. <laughs> or probably not. You probably heard it here fifth. Um, I kind of missed this. I, th- my vague understanding is that someone played like an interview with them from like 40 years ago and then internet yes, yeah. was applied to it. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. He, uh, he was uh, saying something along the line, like he's like some white supremacist stuff and then saying that being gay was an abomination, yada, yada, yada. Uh, which like, I don't, if you, if you know anything about John, what, like, any comedian that's ever done a joke about John Wayne has always referenced how racist he was towards like the native Americans that he would do shoot shots with and stuff like that. Like he was a bad guy. And most people who knew about him knew that another, another bad guy was John Wayne Gacy. (laughs) And he's Yeah. He's canceled. Yeah. I'm going to stand on that name. Yeah. So, a lot of bad people coming from Chicago. Ooh, hey, we're coming. Uh, so the the other aspect to this story is that people are attacking the John Wayne Airport in Orange County. The Whoa. airport? <laughs> yeah, they're they're saying they should take. They're like, uh, there's a oh, harassment campaign against the airport. Yeah, say change the name uh, to something else. Oh, okay. Because those flight those flights are all canceled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought you meant um, they were just mad, like, hit, like throwing Molotov cocktails at the airport. That's, that's yeah, see, that's, it, too, that's yeah. exactly what I thought when I first read it. That I was, <laughs> to be honest, slightly disappointed when I learned that wasn't the case. Well, it would make sense given that the be- the beginning of the story is completely like misaligned. Like, um, yeah, I thought we were all under the assumption that John Wayne was probably racist. He's like the symbol of, you know, a, like. American individualistic Reagan cowboy shit. I, yeah. I, I'm curious about who saw this and was like gasp, you know, and clutched their pearls and went, I thought he was, you know, my woke hero. Right. Uh, what, it seems like it just sort of trended on Twitter and people just got upset about it, but I, I don't know what exactly set it off. It just says uh, that you got docs, bro. Yeah, that uh, rediscovered 1971 interview with Playboy sort of resurfaced. But it's like, I, j- I don't even understand this because it's like, this is not... It, it's one of those things where it's like, we we constantly talk about on this show how people dig up other people's histories and how Kevin Hart, for instance, had bad homophobic jokes from 10 years ago on his Twitter. And that's what caused him to not host the Oscars and it's like it's getting to the point where running 
we're we're running out of people's dirty laundry to air so we're literally going into the past of dead people to yeah. just like dredge shit up gotta be mad about something i guess i don't know yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's basically it. yeah it's like if he's if this happened today it would be a big issue but like they can't they can't get him canceled from the movie that he's in so they're gonna throw molotov cocktail cocktails at his airport people are boycotting his old movies like it's, i think playing them on tv and stuff like that it's weird because the past is racist like yeah i'll kind of understand the whole point of progress is that we're going to try to you know make the future the less racist part or whatever but the i guess the really funny thing about this is you know we're jokingly saying you know he's canceled or whatever but yeah people are applying this mechanism of cancel culture that never really had a like a very clearly stated purpose Mm -hmm. and now it's like absurd that you would you know, then try to apply it to a dead person because what is the point of canceling them? I think originally the point of canceling someone was that it was supposed to be some sort of punitive measure. Like if they're getting away with something by making a lot of money and being very famous and successful, yeah, then yeah, we go, exactly. well, we're going to like, you know, edit that and make it to where, you know, this person is no longer in power in our society or whatever. And, you know, fuck with their money and their career and stuff. But, uh, he's de- like, it's this is insane. Like, why you, you? Yeah, you can't do that to a dead person. He doesn't care. You know, it won't yeah. affect him at all. Um, and it won't. You know, it's also like when you think about like uh, the concept of like punishment and like uh, prisons and stuff like that and punitive systems. You know, it's like yeah, is it is it for rehabilitation or is it for uh, you know just taking just anger out on you to feel good about yourself or whatever? And you know. Yeah rile up a mob and it's like yeah you can't rehabilitate a fucking corpse so this is insane you know yeah and it's it's weird that john wayne of all people like i can't tell you a single person that's like oh my favorite movie is fucking a john wayne movie couldn't even think of one i can't think of one not a single person not even any old people in my family like mm-hmm. there nobody has any sort of reverence for the guy it's um no, my, my uncle uh what my my uncle used to live with us when i was younger yeah and he loved john wayne and he loved him so much that he had this big cardboard cutout of john wayne like yeah. six feet tall and he set it up in our living room which <laughs> we were i guess okay with and one night he comes home late and he walks in the house and it's dark and he thinks that the john wayne is a person and he runs in and tackles into the ground <laughs> and it's a fucking john wayne cardboard cutout that he put there oh shit that rules so yeah that's the john wayne fan base we're talking about here yeah i was i was trying to think of like i this is going to be a more extreme example but like uh that guy jimmy seville that was like from the bbc yeah. uh, he was sort of the the british uh dick clark more or less um when he died it was like oh it turned out that he was one of the most uh, like prolific pedophiles that's ever existed in any media mm. and to to sort of go back and say hey we're not we're not playing any more of his stuff because he's this big time pedophile like i get that as a punitive measure because it's like we don't want to associate with that anymore but to dredge up john wayne is like what's the point (laughs) well you know everyone grieves differently uh i'm still pretty fucked up about john wayne which is why i'm so angry at him but (laughs) it's because i love him pretty upset about this uh john wayne gacy guy yeah it's (laughs) unbelievable 
So uh, I'm still mourning Al Jolson, but unfortunately he's canceled. Who? Uh, Al Jolson, the blackface guy. Oh, gotcha. I bet, yeah, John Wayne is probably all about, you know, whatever. I don't know. So let's let's wrap this up here. John Wayne, um, bring him back to life. And you, your punishment is uh, you got to You got to you got to stay at standby at your uh, freaking airport. That, that's named after you. And uh, flights, have, your have flights are canceled. TSA okay. feel you up. There you go. Well, I don't know. Who gives a shit? Moving on. What time are we at? Oh, uh, we can do like one more, I think. All right, let's get to one other story here. Uh, so apparently, YouTube is well, not apparently. YouTube is a sinking ship. Sure. Yeah. If, if you go into YouTube content creation in 2019, hoping to make a living, you're out of your mind. Yeah, it's not a. Uh, it's not 2011 anymore. Yeah. So YouTube has now demonetized videos if they have inappropriate comments and jake i don't know if you've ever read the uh youtube comments on just about any video <laughs> but they're they're uh they're uh, pretty atrocious oh yeah you can get into like a, an argument about nationalism somehow on like a door of the explorer video yeah yeah it's insane and bad place so yeah door of the explorer could be demonetized for the very same reason and I guess their their logic is that it's too much work for even their bots to manage. So they're saying it's up to the YouTube creators to modify or um, moderate moderate their uh, comment sections and all their videos. Which I mean, if you if you're like us, it's very easy because we get very few comments in our <laughs> YouTube channel. So um, yeah, that sounds like the death rattle of YouTube. Then I mean, it seems like it was kind of like. Um fueled by that sort of thing and so if you if you're to implement that rule then then yeah the one thing that everyone's making videos for monetization is gonna gonna have to go away that seems like a is youtube okay like that seems like a weird choice on their part yeah it's it's the advertisers i know we were talking about this a little bit last night but a lot of advertisers like Disney and whatever else who, yeah, you know, these, like old money, fucking old media, corporate conglomerations that control like Disney, like half of all of the media that exists go, oh, there's uh there's one bit like Jake Paul exists on YouTube. So we're not going to advertise anymore until this gets taken down or this gets taken down. And it's like, you guys are getting people addicted to opioids on your with your fucking commercials that you air on Wait, fucking what? abc and just like the drug commercials and shit like oh, that like sure, they're okay. not so fucking innocent themselves with the type of shit they like the way they conduct themselves but they they look at one thing on youtube and they go oh we we got you guys got to clamp down on this behavior you know yeah and it's like this all started over this weird um this weird story of like this mother put up a. Uh, a video of her son's gymnastic videos and uh someone flagged it as being uh like endangering to minors because it's uh like someone could look at it and think that it's like sexually suggestive yeah so this totally normal not, this uh, totally normal guy was time stamping every instance in which each frame was uh potentially suggestive of the child doing gymnastics yeah totally normal guy yeah <laughs> jesus so because of reasons like this, yeah, they're saying that videos that have inappropriate comments, which is 99.9% of them, will be uh, demonetized. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, like you said, last uh, shrieking cry of uh, YouTube, I believe. 
I never really fucked with YouTube, oddly. Um, I, you know, you can sort of become obsessed with uh, a handful of the various apps at one time. And, like, yeah. I, I just threw my brain into Twitter and podcasting and stuff like that. But um, I guess this sucks for people who love YouTube. It seemed like there was cool shit you could do with it but uh it also seems like for some reason all the leftists or podcasters and all the youtube is home to a lot of right-wing bullshit so like that's actually that's fairly that's a fairly like accurate uh that sounds pretty on point yeah no it's wick in the chat here says television has less ad censorship than youtube by a yeah a country mile (laughs) (laughs) as opposed to one of these city miles which is different yeah, you mentioned also like the the you know moral questionability of all like the advertisers themselves. Like, did you see yeah. um, the fucking uh, like it might have been Purdue or one of the pharma companies had this like thing where they sent a um, like a like a mascot that's just a, a fentanyl spray to like some fucking place. Oh my what? god! It's like a little. It looks like Towley from South Park, but it's like hey kids, Fenty. I'm here to, to promote oh fentanyl god. spray or whatever. Jesus Christ. They're the most evil people on earth. So, you know, (laughs) if they're mad about, you know, inappropriate comments, it can only be that it's because it's going to affect their bottom line in some way because someone could then, like, sue them or something. It's not as though they care about trying to make YouTube a better place. Yeah, no. And, like, the the thing that I think is going to happen is I don't think YouTube is, uh, what did you say at the the top of this, that it's a sinking ship? Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a sinking ship. I just think that like smaller creators are just getting the shaft. And I think that like Jimmy Kimmel's just going to be trending more. Uh, oh, I love fucking... that carpool karaoke, baby. <laughs> I don't think that's him. I don't give a shit. Uh, like all of, all of these old channels as they try and become more relevant to like the youth of America, which they're not. People just want to watch the h3h3 podcast or whatever why well, whatever whatever wanna... kids like these days yeah, whatever uh, kids watch ones. these days i want to watch hot my favorite ones. celebrities eat hot wings for some reason exactly but that i mean to be fair an episode of hot ones probably gets way more viewers than your primetime abc slot you know true and it's it's one of those things where i i don't see youtube going away because it's owned by google and google's too big but like I just see the barriers to entry just getting higher and higher and just people, normal everyday people who just sort of, you know, hit gold. I just see them not doing that anymore. Yeah, I mean, more or less, I think it's going to become like Facebook where people are going to be like, yeah, Facebook is not cool anymore to use. But I mean, some of us still use it sometimes, but it's not like what it was, you know, 10 years ago, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And and what, Google, Google owns Facebook, right? No. No, okay. Yeah. That'd be terrifying. That's like, <laughs> yeah. What, did, what was it? Disney? I like a fucking cyberpunk district, right. uh, a cyberpunk uh, book where like everything is owned by one company yeah. that just like owns the U.S. government. So, Looking so, at you, Jeff Bezos. So here we go. Who uh, owns pun- the libs? <laughs> yeah, who, yeah. <laughs> who watches the Watchmen? Who owns? Who owns the Watchmen? You know? Who googles the Googlers? Right. Uh, so to punish uh, these folks here, I mean, I, obviously, if, if you were a YouTuber, I guess the smart decision would be to uh, disable the comment section. Yeah. Uh, but what's what's like a real life comment section? I don't know. People, I'm trying to think of a good uh, parallel here to throw in the mix. 
uh, one of those Roman vomitoriums or something. <laughs> yeah, get, get that in there. I'm sure YouTube HQ has uh, something like that. So they can build one. They have yeah. enough money. Right, right. You just bring that back. Yeah, I'm all in. So let's move on here. Uh, Thaw Cops key to the city. This goes to the uh, do-gooder of the week. Uh, get the key to Neo Chicago, our own little cyberpunk district here. Uh, Grant, did you want to hand this out? Yeah, uh, key to the city this week goes to uh, Bernie Sanders, who uh, his he's bringing back politics, and it's good again. <laughs> ah woo. <laughs> ah woo. Ah woo indeed. <laughs> it's a wolf howl. If anybody doesn't know, I thought that was a. Uh, I don't know. Got nothing. Hey, uh, we got a Thought Cops word of the week this week. Uh, didn't have one before. Now I got one. Thanks to Jake. Brought it up in context here. This Thought Cops word of the week is Care Lord. Uh, this will be the opposite of an edge lord. This is uh, somebody who cares too much about other people's business. Oh, yeah. Awoo. Awoo, <laughs> indeed. Uh, Jake, uh, before we, get, the before we get to the. Uh, what's known as a care wolf, which is when <laughs> you turn into a care- person who cares about shit too much. Once a month, in the full moon. Oh, man. Watch out for that. Uh, Jake, before we get to some uh, voicemails and wrap up the episode here, where can we find you online and um, the show? <clears throat> so my podcast is Pod Damn America. It's a uh, gothic socialist podcast for idiots. Um, my <laughs> handle on everything is Feral Jokes, F-E-R-A-L Jokes. Um, it's an anagram for my name. Um, huh. That's pretty much where you'll find everything. I and mean, if you're old and you want to look at my website for tour dates um there's a website it's called feraljokes.com but i just pin everything to my tweets and promote everything on social media <laughs> um and i tour a lot so if you want to come see a show i will be on the road a lot this year awesome come to chicago anytime soon um yeah absolutely cool. yeah we'll have to i'll uh, be there uh, later this year cool keep yeah, it will be cool um well let's get to those voicemails yeah hey, all right cops, cops. I oh no oh. you should punish the person in this yeah so this past weekend i was driving from the airport or my boyfriend was driving from the airport to pick me up from o'hare and snowing super bad and we pulled the side of the road because he has to pee and of course we get stuck because it's snowing like crazy (laughs) so we called on emergency because we thought maybe we can get a tow truck and they sent a cop but the cop just called a tow and the tow guy was cool. He cut us a deal because we were short money. Then the cop gives him a fucking ticket for like two hundred something dollars and like four points off his license because of unsafe driving in dangerous weather or something. I'm like, dude, how is what? that a road fucking unsafe driving? That's like trying to avoid it. And I need to like just say like, what was the point of even calling the cops in this situation? We should have just called a fucking tow. So yeah, yeah. cops. Um, you should go arrest real cops because you guys <laughs> do more good than regular cops because they are bitches. <laughs> <laughs> they are bitches. <laughs> that sucks. I guess blue lives don't matter. Apparently not. That sucks though, man. I uh. I didn't know that rec- reckless driving because you have to pick somebody up from the airport in the snowstorm. The fuck? I guess that sucks. I, I think I kind of missed a little bit of that. What exactly happened with this cop? So she, her boyfriend was picking her up from the airport in a snowstorm. Uh, he had to pull to the side of the road because the weather was bad. They called the non-emergency number because they didn't have a tow truck number. Uh, a cop showed up, then called them a tow truck and then gave them a ticket for reckless driving. <laughs> 
sucks. God damn. Yeah. Wow. Maybe the whole Jesse Small Jesse Smollett story isn't uh real after all. Maybe yeah, I mean, he did maybe he actually was attacked. Maybe the Chicago cops are uh full of shit. Yeah. Hard to say. The, there's some of the worst cops in the country, so like I have a hard time believing their case because it sounds like some shit they would do to just go like, Yeah, he lied about everything. Uh, We're going to need to fine him $2 million to help yeah. uh, pay for our pensions because uh, we can't balance our budget. <laughs> and he's being like, uh, the, the way they're framing the Jesse Smollett story now is he's being, uh, now he's being charged as the suspect in his own assault. It's like, that's, he didn't assault himself. He just, it didn't happen. You know, I just throw it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for the a voicemail yet again about traffic. <laughs> uh, tends to leave voicemails uh, probably while driving, probably without a hands-free headset. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we got one other voicemail here. Yeah, let's go ahead and uh, play this. Hey, Thought Cops, IO Netrunner here. And this hey. week, my two minutes of hate is podcasts telling me where I can find them. <laughs> Chances are, if I'm listening to your podcast to hear you say these words, I know where to find your podcast. I don't need you to tell me that it's on Google Play and iTunes and Spotify and what other garbage apps are out there that have podcasts, <laughs> which are just a fucking MP3 file on an RSS feed, and you'll need all these fucking stupid stores other than to get ratings so you know how dumb your podcast is doing, jerk off, five star, whatever. Uh, I fucking hate it, and you're wasting like a minute of my day telling me where to get the thing I'm listening to you stupid fucking idiot and don't do that thing where you do the thing i say i hate because <laughs> i hate that too uh, it's 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 too late because i actually did plug our twitter on this episode <laughs> I heard this voicemail earlier, and I was thinking that the whole time you were talking oh, about that. Yeah. Typically, I don't listen to these beforehand, so uh, whoopsie-daisy. Um, I, 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 won't, I won't do that thing again that he didn't like. How it's about not that? a real podcast unless you're plugging your podcast all the time, constantly. Right. It's called networking, baby. <laughs> I, uh, I agree with that person. I always feel dumb when I'm doing it. But I, I feel dumb for that reason because I'm like, you guys fucking know, right? Yeah. But then it seems like there's like one person who 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 actually needs that. Everyone is as dumb as the dumbest listener on the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't want to have to do it either. Like Google's very easy to use. You know? Yeah. We will get comments every once in a while that are like hey i can't find this on stitcher where is it and it's like oh we don't have it on stitcher so then i have to make an announcement hey find us on stitcher but yeah i know exactly what you mean it does it sucks but it's it's one of those necessary evils you know uh on that very same note let's end on one last thing here a five-star review oh yeah <laughs> so if you rate us on itunes five stars we will read your review on the show uh please do so it does help us get exposure to new audiences and we really appreciate it so without further ado uh this is by tai tai 320 uh, it's titled flagged for sexually explicit content he said <laughs> i want to make sweet sweet love to grant's voice and make babies with it so how do you how do you feel about that uncomfortable leave your own voice leave your own uh five-star review on itunes like we said uh stitcher google play all of those yeah review them up man uh jake thanks again for coming on the show everybody yeah, check so out pod damn america feral jokes on twitter uh, uh, me. 
Cool, man. Um, well, let's wrap it up here. Uh, thanks for everybody for listening. This has been yet another episode of Thought Cops, which you can find. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, everybody. Later. Later.